What's up, fellow music nerds? Matrix here, and you are locked into the Matrix Music Review Podcast, the only place to get your fix for alternative music. And we got a big week this week. You know, we had a very highly anticipated debut, had a couple of new discoveries, and as always, we're going to talk about some of the singles, and I got a few tour announcements as well that came through this week, so hope you're all excited for that. As always, if you like what I'm doing here over at Matrix Music Review, head on over to Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and give me a follow on those platforms at Matrix Music Review. I'm always posting on Instagram. That's where I put up all the tour announcements, put up what I'm listening to throughout the week and different things like that. So if you want to keep up with us on a day-to-day basis, that's the best place to follow us. Head on over to Spotify and you can check out our playlist that we have linked in the description of this episode. I think we're up to like 200 plus songs from this year already, so go check that one out if you haven't already. And on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you're listening, give us a thumbs up, give us a rating. That really helps push our content out to everybody else that may not know about us just yet. So with that, we're going to jump right into our album reviews, and I'm going to talk about the highly anticipated debut from Honey Revenge, Retrovision. So look, the first word that comes to mind when I'm talking about Retrovision from Honey Revenge here is fun. This album was so much fun to listen to. You know, I got to be honest, you know, Honey Revenge has a little bit of a special place for me because they were one of the first bands that I reviewed on the podcast when I started. So it was the very beginning of that anticipation of wanting to hear more from a band, wanting to hear, you know, how their sound developed into a full album. And I feel like I got a perfect representation of what I wanted from Honey Revenge from the beginning. So I'm really excited that, you know, the album turned out the way I was expecting it and the way I hoped it had. You know, I think a lot of people will hear this band and probably compare them to early Paramore a little bit. And I think that's a very fair comparison. But for me, I'm going to extend it a little bit further and say that they are a little bit of a young Paramore, but they also have some Against the Current mixed in there, if you guys are familiar with that band, which I'm sure most of you are if you're listening to us. You know, I think they have a great sound. I think the lyrics are fantastic and sometimes you know even if the lyrics aren't super deep which on some of these tracks i don't feel like they're super deep but they're still fun and they tell a story and they are relatable and i think that's the big thing that i'm noticing in alternative is that the relatability that lyrics have for people is what draws people in and honey revenge certainly has that down to a art form on retrovision You know, musically, this album really doesn't try to overwhelm you. It is just very straightforward in terms of sound and sonically, and it's just so pleasing to hear. You know, that's one of the things that drew me into this band right away was that the music is just so well produced and so well put together that, you know, it's hard not to be drawn to something like this. You know, when we go a little bit deeper into some of the tracks and things that I liked about specific tracks. You know, the first one that comes to mind is favorite song. And there is a line in there that I think is really kind of hard to pick up on. If you're not paying attention to the written lyrics, if you're not looking at them, there's a line that says a symphony, but there's no sympathy when you string me along or the way that you string me along. And that is just such a, smart way to phrase things that people may not pick up on you know it's a symphony right 
And so when you're saying it, it's a symphony and there's no sympathy, but you're stringing me along, it's hard not to, you know, for a person like me that's so into the lyricism behind it, see the little tie-in of, oh, it's a symphony, but they're not, you know, they're stringing this person along. And, you know, it, it's just so cool to see those little tiny details that some people may not pick up on. It's what really captures my attention and really brings me in even further. You know, Habitual is another one that is got some standout moments on it. It has this little guitar solo that starts right around the 130 mark that is just perfect. There's another guitar solo that I'm going to talk about it towards the end, but there were several times on this album where there were just little instrumental solos that broke out that really just I mean, they just stood out first to me. They just really stood out in terms of the musical nature of this album. And I love how Habitual flows perfectly into the next song, Rerun. And again, that's all about album composition. You guys know that I'm a big one about album composition and how that can sometimes even make or break an album. And, you know, Honey Revenge hits it, hits the nail right on the head on this one and has it perfectly aligned in this album. My favorite line in this album definitely comes from Fight or Flight. And the line says... To clear my mind, to make this less dire, I have to be the one that I desire. And that is just so well done. I mean, that is just a fantastic way of saying, I can't be with someone until I learn to really tune into what I need and tune into what my needs are and learn how to love myself before I can go out and love anyone else. And it's just so, so cool to see that written in just a little bit of a different way. And, you know, again, it's that relatability. You know, I feel like everybody's been through that situation where, you know, they feel like they have to love themselves before they can love someone else. So really great line there in fight or flight. You know, I'm tending to go track by track here again, but um, I wanted to just make a mention here of Murphy's Law and see if anybody knew what this was beforehand or if they had to go look it up. I went back and looked it up because even though I am a little bit of a science person, I was not 100% sure on <laughs> what it was meaning. So Murphy's Law basically is saying that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And so when you look at this song and the, you know, the lyrics behind it and a little bit of the story, 100% makes sense. And it's just another really different and really cool way for Honey Revenge to express these different feelings that they're, you know, the band showing in this album. And I think you end this album with a song in Distracted that really helps you go out with a bang, right? And I think that's a great way to leave your fans just wanting more. You know, you leave with this absolute banger of a track and distracted you have that like perfect mid-tempo start and then it builds into like that higher tempo what i call a pop punk run in the second verse where you get a little bit more higher tempo and a little bit more drums incorporated and that really helps to build the steam into the final piece of this album and then the album ends and so what that did for me was it just had me say okay what's next like what i want more I want more from Honey Revenge here. And that's why a band like Honey Revenge is so good because when you go through an entire album, you know, 12, 14 songs, I can't remember how many it was exactly, and you still leave your listener wanting more, that's how you know that you're 
spectacular at what you do. I mean, the vocals on it are fantastic. Musically, it's great. You know, I, I really, <laughs> you know, I can't say enough here about this album. This was such a standout. And, you know, I'm working on a mid-year list for you guys. It's going to be a special podcast episode coming up in the future where I look back on everything that I've reviewed throughout the year and kind of give you my mid-year analysis, who's going to be in the top 20 at the end of the year, what songs are leading. Recency bias has a tendency to kick in for everybody, but I don't even think recency bias could help in this situation because I think Honey Revenge has kind of cemented their spot up there. Because this album is phenomenal. I think this is one that everybody's going to love if you haven't listened to it already. So I'm going to stop talking about it. I've said enough. All I need you guys to do right now is go check out Retrovision from Honey Revenge. The next album we have is a newer band to me. And it's an album called Can't Effing Wait from Old Neon. So Old Neon was a new discovery for me this week. And I was able to dive right into their new album release. Which happened to be I think like 16 tracks long. You know, this band is proving a point that I've been trying to make to a lot of different people lately when I tell people that I'm reviewing alternative music or I'm reviewing pop punk music, emo music, whatever you want to call it. A lot of the response that I get is, well, there's no good new bands out. There's no bands that are still doing what Fallout Boy did. There's no bands that are doing what Simple Plan did, you know. We don't even Paramore isn't doing what they used to do. You know, yeah, Fallout Boy kind of returned to form a little bit, but you know, we're we're past that golden age of pop punk music. And you know, my argument to that is nothing is ever going to be what it was. We're never going to get that time back where it was, you know, Fallout Boy on the radio, Boys Like Girls on the radio, you know, all these different things. But New bands that put out pop punk music, new bands that put out emo music, metalcore music, whatever it is, those bands are still out there because they're still making fantastic music. I mean, I think there is a significant shift in what we would consider pop punk now in terms of the quality that we're getting just alone in what I've reviewed this year and what I've discovered this year. The quality is immensely improved from what I've seen in the past. And Old Neon is no exception to this rule. They are a perfect example of what pop punk should sound like. And basically, if you want to find music like this, like pop punk, you just got to seek it out and find it because it is out there. And so hopefully that's where I come in a little bit for you guys, you know, hopefully make that (laughs) find it that discovery process a little bit easier. And so this album from Old Neon was such a fun listen as well. That's kind of been the theme this week is a lot of fun with the albums and songs that I reviewed. And for anybody out there that may be wanting to know, like, okay, you're saying that Old Neon is pop punk, you know, give me some, you know, everybody does the for fans of piece. And I'm going to tell you, for me, if you're a fan of All Time Low, if you're a fan of Mayday Parade, if you're a fan of Boys Like Girls, My Chemical Romance... Old Neon is right up your alley. That is going to be the sound that you're hearing there. You know, they start off with this high energy song and highlights that again has another ripping solo in 2.30. I think it's around 2.30 in that track that really just kind of sets the tone for the album here. And 
I love the message behind that track too. That happened to be one of my favorites right off the bat. Basically, what they're asking in that track is, are you just going to be here for the highlights? Or are you going to be here for all of my life? And, you know, again, relatability, valid questions that are being asked and something that, you know, everybody has gone through at some point in time. You know, this this whole album really captures a lot of the sounds and themes for that nostalgic pop punk subgenre that I talk about a little bit that I've, you know, kind of classified things as it's nostalgic pop punk, but it's also current pop punk, in my opinion. So, you know, Barely Alive is a real midpoint for this album that I feel like sometimes we don't get from artists, you know, we either have a lot of high energy and then they end with one very final song that's a low tempo song, but Barely Alive kind of sits right in the middle of this album. And for me, it serves as what I call a palate cleanser in terms of it's a little bit slower. It's a little bit more introspective when you look into the lyrics and things like that. But it is still a classic sounding pop punk track. And then from there, you go right into more of the same nostalgic sounds that we've all come to know and love. I've also seen a resurgence on what I would call skate punk this year. And they have a song on here called Autumn that really kind of hits all of those perfect, you know, little conditions or themes that I would put in that skate punk category. Um, you know, obviously we got probably one of the better albums in that subgenre this year from Bridge the Gap, but Autumn is no slouch in the skate punk category as well. So if you guys are looking for tracks like that, go check out Autumn. You know, my favorite off of this album is Natalie. You know, I don't think anybody is going to dislike a pop punk track that's got a female name behind it, where you can tell that they're talking about, you know, the future, they're talking about the love, all this stuff. And it's got the classic sound with it, too. You know, it, it, it's one of those albums that it's really hard for me to put into words how I feel about it because... I'm so excited at having found another band that I would consider to be pushing those boundaries of pop punk and really trying to show us that it's not dead. This genre is not dead by any means. We're still here and we are still doing it well and doing it to the point where everybody should be on notice as to who we are and what we're doing. So really great introduction to Old Neon here. Really happy that I found them. Hopefully you guys go check them out as well. Go check out their new album, Can't Effing Wait, Old Neon. And the last album, I just want to touch on this one a little bit. I don't have much to say about it, but I did want to talk just briefly about Never Fade from This Wildlife. So Never Fade is a collaboration album, and it has some of the best vocalists in the alternative music scene assembled. We have Rory from Dayseeker. We have Brian from I Prevail. We have Josh from Magnolia Park. We have Will from Yellow Card. You know, there are so many people on this. I feel like the only one we're missing is a Will Ramos feature from Lorna Shore at this point. But this album is such a vocal masterpiece and really just goes to show how talented these guys are and these artists are. My favorite off of here is the collaboration with Magnolia Parks, Josh Roberts. I think, you know, I think a lot of people don't really understand how special these artists' voices are. They just get, you know, sometimes they scream, sometimes they're just singing about all these angsty things. But when you drill down on it, 
somebody like Josh has just a phenomenal voice, and it's really on display here. So my favorite off of here will be on the playlist. The other thing that I wanted to mention is they did a cover of Blink-182's I Miss You on here as well. Another really solid track. And, you know, if you like vocal performances, if you like listening to people actually sing, this is a great album for you to go check out. So never fade from This Wildlife. That wraps it up for our albums this week, but we're going to jump right into our singles with the first one being Deep End from People Are Ugly. You know, the standout lyric in this track for me is it's is when they say it gets hard to take it easy. And that's something that I really relate to. You know, a lot of people will just say, oh, you know, just take it easy. You know, everything will be okay. You know, sometimes it's harder to take it easy than it is to just continue to push along, you know it really isn't always easy for somebody to just relax and take a step back. So another relatable lyric here, really enjoyed this one from People Are Ugly and their new one, Deepin. Go check it out. Next track is Live and Let Die from Roseview featuring Kellen Quinn. So I feel like at this point, everybody realizes that Kellen Quinn is always on features. At this point for me, Kellen Quinn has basically become what, you know, mid-2000s to early two to late 2000s T-Pain and Lil Wayne did to hip-hop you know Kellen Quinn is on a lot of alternative tracks whether it be new artists you know other artists whatever it may be he's always on new tracks always willing to be on tracks with people and I love that I love that there's somebody there that's always willing to give a feature and lend a hand in some way shape or form that being said this song's a jam I love this song it's got a little bit of heaviness to it it's got a little bit of softness to it, so it, it's really just a fun track overall to go check out. So go give Live and Let Die by Roseview and Kellen Quinn a listen. Next up, we got Kill a Year from Locket. Newer band to me, all I can say at this point about them is I love the sound, I love the message of this track. Really fun to find them this week, adding them to the playlist. Go check out Kill a Year from Locket. Next track is Over Myself from Crooked Teeth. Crooked Teeth is a band that is rising up my radar very rapidly, and they are getting to the point of my anticipation starting to build for an album. You know, I've talked about them at least two, if not three other times on the podcast at this point, and every time I've talked about them, I've loved the track that they put out. So really excited to hear more from them. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the music that they are putting out. Go check out Over Myself from Crooked Teeth. Next up, we got Fake from Cliff Diver. Cliff Diver sounds incredible on this track. I'm so happy to hear from them. Um, if you guys have followed Cliff Diver at all, you know that they had a pretty tragic incident with Tyler. And, you know, I'm not going to go into detail about what happened. They have posted on their social medias at this point about what had happened. I'm focusing on music here and what they've put out here with Fake is fantastic. I'm so happy to hear great stuff from them. One of my favorite songs this week. Go check out Fake from Cliff Diver. Next up is Unaware from South Arcade. Perhaps the catchiest track of the week. Unaware from South Arcade just has this beautiful sound to it. And the lyric in it is, I was so unaware that you feel this way. And again, I'm harping on relatability this week, but that just happens to be what week it is here for us. And, you know, very relatable track. And it's so catchy, too. I mean, I know I said that at the top, but, you know, I found myself singing that chorus a lot this week. Just 
even when I didn't have headphones in or something else, it was just always in my brain. It was a bit of an earworm that I got this week. So go check out Unaware from South Arcade. Next up is Oh Little Boy from Attic Stories and Senna. Another solid entry here from Attic Stories, another band that's been featured a few times here on the podcast. This is a song that's basically talking about that I'm not the girl that I used to be. And, you know, you're not a little boy anymore. And it's just, you know, another one of those stories behind the song that I really enjoyed this week. So go check out Oh Little Boy from Attic Stories and Senna. Next track is Calamity from Anna's Okay. Great metalcore contribution to the playlist this week. Always happy to include some more metalcore when I find it. This is a track where I feel like this is a perfect metalcore track in terms of the volumes of the different things. Sometimes with metalcore, it can get a little distorted when the screams are way too high or too low and or the guitar behind it's not high enough. And on this track, everything is mixed perfectly together. You know, we got the perfect spot for the screams where you can understand what's being said in the scream but also getting that real grip behind it as well so go check out calamity from anis okay next track is last day of summer from mike in the nerve you know this is a band again that's a little bit newer to me but this song definitely feels like it's off of a soundtrack of some type to me you know i feel like i could hear this on an american pie soundtrack or you know a tony hawk pro skater soundtrack this has that perfect summertime sound as well you know it's got a little bit of that skate punk sound as well and that just increases the appeal for me you know i've kind of really found myself enjoying that subgenre so much more this year so really excited to get another great track to add to the playlist from that one so go check out last day of summer from mike and the nerve and our last track this week is slow burn from the word alive my god the vocal run that is done on that slowly sorry guys i am not a singer if you can't tell based off of that horrible recreation of their sound right there but the vocal run that's done at that piece right there is just incredible i cannot say how great that sound is when it's done appropriately and not like i just butchered it right there that's why this is on the playlist. I need you guys to go check it out because I did it terrible and I didn't do it any justice. So go check out Slow Burn from The Word Alive. That wraps it up for our music review this week. But as always, I actually have four tour announcements to talk to you guys about today. The first one being from Invent Animate with support from Void of Vision, Throne, and Aviana. Looks like a really interesting tour, a pretty big tour. Excited about that one. Next up, we got Set It Off with Support from Broadside, Jarris Johnson, Capstan, Sleep Theory, and Mike's Dead. That's a pretty big tour. Obviously, not everybody's on every single date. Next up, we got a few tour dates from the Failsafe on their Ghost of Summer tour. Go check out their socials to go see which one you can attend. And the last one is Band Camino with Bad Sons, Charlotte Sands, and The Wildlife. That's an interesting one. You know, I've been really kind of enjoying the band Camino's sound on what's supposedly this new record. Excited to check that one out when it drops. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll go check them out in, in concert as well. That wraps it up for us here this week on the Matrix Music Review Podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed. As always, you can give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Matrix Music Review. That is the best way to stay up to date on all of the day to day 
and keep up to date on all the tour dates and what I'm listening to when everything drops, things like that. Head on over to Spotify and like our Control-Alt-Save playlist where you'll hear all of the music from this episode and many more songs that I've been listening to throughout the week. Wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a thumbs up, five-star review, leave us a comment. Let me know if there's anybody you want me to review, any albums you want me to review, artists you want me to check out. Feel free to drop those suggestions anywhere you feel like. I'll be more than happy to check them out, especially since I'm doing alternative full-time now. I can definitely get to more of those requests. And as always, we are going to let an artist play us out. This week, you guys know I got to give it to Honey Revenge, and we're going to let their song Rerun play us out.